This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. I will roll with glass now. I'm shocked you didn't say glass now. Glass now at plus money at over seven and a half. Even though the Angels don't strike out a ton, I'm going to bet on his 39.2% K right. Give me glass now over seven and a half. And a swing and a miss. And he gets a swing and miss on the fastball down. And there is a cut and a miss on 96 up. On the BetQL Audio Network. We didn't get the pitching matchup we thought we were going to get in Tampa Bay, LA Angels last night, but it was still a lot of fun. Glass now just got over the seven and a half with eight strikeouts. Hello. Welcome to your Tuesday. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji here on BetQL Daily, a killer lineup of guests today. Eddie Olchek will join us at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central time to talk about the NHL, his derby experience. I, I can't wait to get his thoughts on some teams that might have some value to win the cup. Matt Bowen will be here at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central time from ESPN to break down the different fits from what we saw over the draft, some of the stuff he loves and some of the stuff that he's not so hot on. Michael Gallagher on the NBA from Establish the Run, producing today, Eli Herskovich set up those great guests. He's our EP, got our board up, Jake Hassan, director Dylan Burns, and on graphics, we've got Jake Galley. Chris Ranger, how you feeling today, man? I feel okay. How do you feel? Just okay. I'm yeah. great. Well, I'm in a great mood. Well, okay, tell us why. I wasn't here no, yesterday. There's no, there's no specific reason. Oh, yeah, the, the bets were fine. I, oh, did, okay. I did three baseball bets. Yeah, that you know, we have a short card already on Monday. It's 10 games and we had a couple that were canceled. I like, yeah. and I was and I was waiting for the rain all night. It finally came um, I don't know, about an hour or two after the Cubs Dodgers game was scheduled to go. Uh San Francisco, I had them. That game was canceled. We'll see if I'm gonna go back to that. Well, today we've got a couple double headers, though, 17 games. Yep. Uh two and oh with the K prop. So that was good. Glass now went over. Dane Dunny, I was shocked that it was at three and a half. So uh, I think that went over the third, third or fourth. Yeah, that went that's over low. Early. Yeah, yeah, good. That that's good. And and Otani, what supposed to start, and then they scratched him, but he came out and he hit a double and a home run anyway. Just <laughs> yeah. to, I mean, what a, what a, what an <laughs> awesome know. talent that guy is, and everybody's clamoring for the. We, there should be more of that. I don't know how we can get more of that. Well, that's just, why we're talking about the universal. You're talking about with other pitchers hitting or what? Being able to do it. And and the yeah. only way another pitcher is able to do it is if we have the DH. Because the only way he hits like that is if he gets to hit every day. And right. 
Um, I, I guess if you're a team that that's going to utilize a pitcher as a hitter, you can only have one, right? I mean, you can only pick one, but then you're not getting a DH, you know, like a, like an additional DH yeah. for your roster, I suppose. Um, but but the DH is as much as half the country hates it, and actually, I think it's less than half now. I think a lot of National League fans have started to adopt it, um, or or at least gotten used to the idea. So I'd say like. 40% of the people who are baseball fans hate it. But the only reason we have Shohei Otani is because of it. Like, if without it, yeah. there is no Otani. He's doing one or the other, and that's it. You might be right with your guess of uh, the majority of baseball fans that are for the Universal DH. But my, I'm also thinking that some of your opinion is informed by social media, which is mostly younger people. And we know that. The majority of baseball fans are older. Older, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I was watching um, an intriguing interview with Greg Maddox the other day at uh, on the Cubs station here in Chicago, and of course they got to that topic and some of the rule changes and pitchers not hitting. He was known as a guy that was one of the few that could actually hit, and he was kind of joking about, well, yeah, I'd hit a home run here or there, but these are yeah. my offensive numbers. But with all that said, he's like. No, I hate it. I think the pitcher should absolutely hit. And um, he was talking about the strategy that you see at the bottom of the lineups from game to game, that he's into that. In the back of my mind as he was talking, and you know, I believe everything that he was saying, but a lot of the older guys, the pitchers that had to do it, I think they they don't want it to change. Well, one, because it's what they did. So it was the best, right? It was right, the best right. era of baseball ever. But the other part is, hey, I had to do this. You should have to do this crap. Yeah, and and I get it. I just it, the idea has been around literally since Connie Mack was a manager, and it was his idea, yeah. and he yeah. wanted to do it, and it didn't get adopted then. And the only reason it didn't get adopted by both leagues forty years ago was because they uh, one of the owners was on a fishing trip, and they couldn't reach him for the vote. This is a this is a true story. Um, it was the Phillies owner, I believe, was was out on a fishing trip. They couldn't reach him. They were holding the vote for it. And the Pittsburgh general manager was told to vote the way the Phillies voted. The Phillies abstained. The Pirates abstained. And it missed. Uh, it didn't pass. And it was only because they could not reach this guy on a fishing trip. And uh, he would have voted for it otherwise. So, so what's the reason now? Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, people are, are it's tradition, um, what you're used to, you know, this is the way it's always, like you said, these older players, that's the way it's always been. And that's the way it should be. Even though I think long, long ago, uh, people in the game recognized there was an issue with pitchers being unable to hit and, uh, or incapable of hitting. And you mentioned Greg Maddox and he was right. You know what his numbers were? Go ahead. As a hitter. Yeah. Uh 171, 191, 205. That's a 395 OPS. A guy that was viewed as one of the good ones. Well, inevitably, when any announcer says this guy can handle the bat, all that means yeah. is he can pick it up. It doesn't mean he's any good at it. <laughs> Once in a while. They're also Once in a while. It's such a it's such a throwaway line. And I know people He's helping his own cause. He's yeah, once in a while. I mean, great, but I just don't like giving up an at bat automatically, like knowing okay, this is the pitcher, he's supposed to be out. And I just I'm I'm not a big fan of it. It does, you know, it is so frustrating. We you're near 
at the bottom of the lineup, get a couple guys on the guys yeah. that aren't supposed to be on base. Usually you get a right. rally going like, you know, it's stopping in a second. All right. We're going to intentionally walk the eighth hitter because the ninth hitter's next. And that's going to end the inning. It, um, so we don't get a ton of scoring typically in April. However, we've had more unders than overs and we say what you want about Manfred. And he has a lot of faults, a lot of dumb ideas, but he knows pace has to be quicker obviously, and they need to score more runs. Now that seems counterintuitive. That's tough to accomplish, but hey, it's right there for you. You tried it last year. Why not just keep it rolling with the universal DH? Because they do need more runs. It's it's kind of jarring how, uh, how when you look at the team totals and the the, the amount of unders that have hit early on the season. Yeah, the, the scoring is down. And the, well, there are a number of different issues. And I think the the biggest issue is pitchers are so good now and and it's such a it's almost mm-hmm. contradictory because it's hard to find good pitching but when you have good pitching that pitching just absolutely dominates the hitters now more than they used to and all, all you have to do is look at some of the movement on these pitches and you hear the phrase tunneling a lot and yeah. if you don't know what that means is a, a a ball that's coming in on a path like it's coming through a tunnel and when you reach the end of the tunnel which way does it break and the guys who are really good have a longer tunnel and a deeper break. And they're doing it more and more now. And I think some of it has to do with uh, this this grippy substance they're able to use. I think they call it spider tack or something. And um, and I, like, I don't even know if it's illegal or not, but they're doing it. And the spin rate is so important now. And the strikeouts are so there are more strikeouts than hits this year. And baseball does have a problem. They have to solve that. So they have to find a way to make the offenses more dynamic, make it not just home run uh, reliant, and keep some of the strikeouts, but not eliminate them altogether. Because you want all of that. You want some strikeouts. You want some power. You want some dynamic offenses. But you don't want nothing but strikeouts all the time. Joe, you know what the numbers are for, like, on average, strikeouts per nine are over. It's like nine point two nine a game, and and or nine point one nine. And and Sandy Koufax was like nine. I forgot who pointed this out yesterday or the day before. Um, Sandy Koufax, who's known as one of the best ever, his strikeouts per nine was like nine point one nine. So that's the average now, and we it's have, just we it's, have to adjust. Yeah, they we have, have to, to adjust the way we talk. Well, the, also the way we talk about it. So in the open there. I mentioned, well, you know, the Angels don't strike out much. Second lowest K rate in the game as a team. Okay. But a few years ago, if I told you that a team strikes out 20% of the time, like, okay, that's about average. Now that's the lowest in baseball. Right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. Houston's the lowest, and they're yep. the only team just under 20% by hair. So I was looking – uh, like I do most days at the splits against lefties for the teams going against lefties. We'll do that during the breakdown of today's uh, lengthy MLB card. Detroit against lefties. They're not even facing a lefty today. But it's just, as I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. It's like 38%, they, isn't it? It's 35% they strike yeah. out against lefties. 35. Like, what? It's what? it's pretty yeah. bad. I, and that's the thing. You, you, there has to be. It's really not about the pace or, or, or I'm sorry, the time of game. I think people get caught up with, well, what does it matter if a game is three and a half hours or three hours? I don't think it's that so much. It's that if you're going to watch three plus hours of baseball, it better be more than guys standing around 
for like because it's conceivable that that four or five minutes can go by and a ball doesn't get put in play and it happens it, regularly yeah. i think that's the problem the conversation of being at the games and caring about the time versus watching the games and caring mm -hmm. about the length of the game it's completely different like if i'm there i totally get it you don't want to leave you're having a good time in most right. cases right how, how often do you end up leaving a game early unless you have a kid but so like I was, you know, when I watch games, a lot of times with my son, watch a few innings and eat like the other day, even when they're going extras, I'm like, all right, we've had enough. Let's go outside. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't yeah. even stick around. Like we've, we've had enough. We've seen what we need to see. We'll, we'll find out what the final score is later on. And baseball but, doesn't want yeah. that. They want you watching yeah. the whole time. As they should. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We are here weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. You can watch a live video stream on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. If you're on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. We're live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Uh, that was probably the marquee event of Monday's baseball card, the Rays and the Angels. But the news that was going on with a couple of other teams – is much more noteworthy. So the Brewers get their dudes back into the lineup, struggling offensively. Lorenzo Kane steps into the box. He homers in his first at-bat. Yelich returns as well. Brewers win, but the big – Brewers win at a comeback, but the big story there is they get their two horses back in the middle of the lineup. And, of course, Kane, what he does defensively. And then the White Sox lose now Luis Robert for three to four months probably a bit of an overreaction from some Sox fans, but I certainly understand it. It feels like, okay, we're there. It's winning time. We're true contenders for a championship and it might not happen. Um, as soon as that news came out, I think like many other betters, Ronji, I was taking a look. Well, yeah, I got a bet on the Royals, but I have no idea which team's going to win the central. Yeah, that is a, that's a massive blow. It's it's one thing to lose one of your premier outfielders and best run producers, but then you lose two of them. Now now you're talking about a, an, an issue because two-thirds of your starting outfield is gone for the entire season. I mean, Eloy probably most of the season. Maybe he's good to go in September. And when they're talking two to three months for uh, Robert, they're talking about baseball activity, or maybe it's it, it was 12 to 16 weeks. That's three to four months. That's baseball right. activity. So he's cleared in three to four months to start doing baseball activity. And they're already down Adam Engel as well. They've got, uh, I don't know how they do this. Uh, just by virtue of maybe Kansas City being more smoke and mirrors than anything else. Maybe that's how they get back to the top. But this is going to be a very difficult road for them. It's one thing to lose one of those guys. To lose both. Now you're in trouble unless your pitching is just stellar throughout the season. A uh, moment ago, I did misspeak. When I was talking about the comeback, I was talking about the Phillies, oh, the Phillies. getting it done. Yeah. Rio Muto, Homer, they win four to three. Uh, the Brewers led just about that entire game. Okay, gut reaction. When we talk about the AL Central, um, I was going back and forth with some people about this yesterday. And I, I landed on, I guess it's got to be the Twins, a team you can get plus 360, plus 380 to win the American League Central. What do you think right now? Or is it still the favorite, the White Sox? 
God, this is such a tough division. I, I think the Twins, the roster on paper is better set up to make a run now because they're not dealing with the exact same kinds of injuries the White Sox are. Their yeah. pitching hasn't been nearly as good, um, but they're five games back right now. That's doable. They, they, we're only through one month of the season. They can make up the five games, but still, it's a that's a decent amount of games to be back at this point. I guess if the if the odds are are high enough, you could take a flyer on them. But mm-hmm. I, this is this is really kind of a toss up division to me. The one thing I feel very confident in, Royals aren't going to win it. That's Chris Raji. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Today's NBA card and all these races in the playoffs. You've got the BetQL Audio Network.